When you're doing an interview with your three-year-old and you ask him, what does mommy like to do the most? And he answers, scrapbooking. You know, he really gets it. I've been crafting with kids around for 18 years now, and I might just have some tips for you. Welcome to Ask Andrea, a podcast about home life, working smart, and being a crafty babe. Hi, I'm Andrea. You probably know me online as Retro Hip Mama. I own Retro Hip Co., a company that runs on vintage-inspired creativity and a good balance of hustle and rest. I design and publish Retro Hip Magazine and create content all over the socials as a reminder to women that our creativity is important and should take up space. I'm so excited to chat with you and answer all your questions. Let's rock and roll. This is such a great topic, and I've addressed it several times on different platforms, For us moms, uh, memory keeping, those sweet little faces, it's likely the reason we started scrapbooking. We enjoy the hobby for so many reasons, and sometimes the urge to use our hands to do more than work or clean is so strong. This may be a season in your life, though, that your kids could be stifling that creative time, or you haven't been brave enough to carve out your own space, whether that's literal or figurative and your crafting gets done in the dark of night in a blanket of secrecy. So I wanted to share a few things I've learned along the way as my kids grew up with me making my crafty time a priority. And for those who have older kids, or none at all, or just a husband, you might be able to swap out some of these for your significant other or teens. Number one, set aside a space that's only for you. Set boundaries early on so they respect them later. I've always had a space for crafting. Sometimes it was in a closet or a folding table in the corner. Maybe I took over the dining room table with my portable box of supplies. And one time it was even in the garage. But I always had a place that the boys knew was mine. They didn't share it with me. It was for me. Well, because hello, (laughs) they're not paying the rent. So this is where being the adult is the actual best. (laughs) The most important part about my space is that they knew it was mine. I asked them not to touch my stuff, not to grab pens, or for goodness sakes, don't grab my crafting scissors to cut open your freaking giant plastic toy packages. I taught them this early on, and so it wasn't an issue. It was my space, my space only. (laughs) Number two, give them their own crafting supplies so they can work independently right next to you. Just because I didn't let my kids take over my space doesn't mean we didn't use it together. I had a little art bin for them when they were younger so that if they wanted to color or something while I was at my desk, they could have their own pencils and their own paper and their own stuff, and we could still be together. Number three, keep your craft stuff in a main area of your house so that you can craft while your kids play or do whatever they're doing and you can still keep an eye on them. This was clutch for me when my kids were small and obviously still is today. I've always had my spaces out where I can see everything and everybody so that I can be available and present. It's really important. So having a space that's in an area where your family is mostly hanging out Uh, It really helps with being able to do projects outside of nap time or school time. Number four, be realistic. No, you're not going to be able to craft for five uninterrupted hours when you have itty bitty babies. 
they just require too much of you too often. And that's, you know, a bit disappointing if you think you're going to go into this with like, I'm going to craft all day on Saturday. I didn't get my Saturdays full of craftiness until my kids were way older. Um, So in those times when they were small, I would work on small projects or work in small chunks. Uh, It was just, you know, it was always hard for me as a mom because I'm such a project person. Uh, Like my creativity has always busted at the seams. It's always just been like, I need to get it out. So I was always doing something creative. I was sewing. uh, I was memory keeping. I was spray painting something. I was moving furniture, redecorating. I was organizing something, like anything, all the time. So I would get myself into these projects and be interrupted by a little voice who needed something. And it took me a while to realize that I needed to change up when I did certain things and what kind of time frame I had. So smaller projects were much easier for me to manage when they were smaller. And if I were to have kids right now, small kids, and be at the same place I am creatively, I would totally thrive off of the small notebooks, the quick six by eight pages, short scripture writing, because those can all be done in a short amount of time. They aren't super involved. And you're getting your creative, uh, you know, opportunities. That is super helpful. Small chunks, smaller projects. Number five go to a crop or a friend's house away from the kids. This was a lifesaver, especially when I had a small, you know, baby, toddler, and an older kid. My boys are six years apart, so I had a newborn and then a six-year-old, and, you know, it was just they still needed things, and getting that uninterrupted time, especially being a working mom, was very hard. But crops were amazing. And we used to have a local scrapbook store that held scrappy hour every Friday night. It was a huge crop room with big comfy chairs and music and dinner. Uh, Of course, a discount at the store, which was very helpful. I did this every few months for a good solid couple of years until they closed down uh, because it was my opportunity to knock out like a dozen pages in just a few hours. Plus, I had friends at that time that scrapbooked with me, and so it was just necessary to have that adult time. Hey, babe, quick news break. The newest issue of Retro Hip Magazine is available, and you can get your own copy right now. Start out at retrohipco.com slash shop and click on the full issue thumbnail. From there, you can purchase the digital version by adding it to your cart and downloading it immediately after checkout. If a professionally printed version is more your style, then find the link to blurb books within the magazine description and purchase a beautifully colorful issue for yourself and they'll print and ship it directly to you. Retrohip magazine is designed for and by creative women. It comes with vintage flair and a modern twist. Every issue includes crafty inspiration, digital printables, and leaves you feeling happy and inspired. Grab yours today at retrohipco.com slash shop. Number six, give them a list of things they can do alone so that you can craft. And maybe you have a special bin for them that just comes out when you're needing some crafty time. Maybe this is when they can redeem their screen time or do their quiet time. 
whatever can keep them busy and entertained while you have some of your own quiet entertainment time. It's really important that they respect your time uh, just from an early age. They need to respect that mom needs time just like kid, the kids need time, just like dad needs time. Um, it's very important. Number seven, do chores with them or while they're awake so that nap time is all for you and your crafting. I never did chores or housework or house things during nap time. Nap time and evenings were precious hours for me as a working mom. And I would do that kind of stuff with them or while they were awake. And not only do you save that nap time for your own free time, but it shows your kids that it actually takes work to run a house and that they don't just wake up from a nap and the house is clean. Um, and also just that sometimes you do have to work hard in order to play hard. It was a kind of a double lesson there. And hello, you still have a free nap time. Number eight, prepare ahead of time so your craft time isn't spent figuring out what to craft. <laughs> Prep supplies, make kits, print your photos. All of this when your kids are awake during evening TV time, when the kids are doing homework, when, you know, when you're not a hundred percent needed into something. I used this time to prepare pages so that I could have things ready to go when I wanted to get craftier, when I wanted to go to a crop. For example, back when Gibson was little, like 2003, 2005-ish, I was subscribed to Creating Keepsakes magazine, obviously. I would tear out the layouts and then keep them organized by number of photos that the layout used. And I had them in a binder with pocket dividers. This is a way before Pinterest. So when I had photos to scrap, I would grab a layout that I liked depending on the number of photos that I had. And I would go grab a layout that had the same amount of photos. And I would select the papers and embellishments that I wanted to use. And everything went into a 12 by 12 page protector. The concept, the photos, the supplies, everything was done. So when I had an hour to scrapbook or a crop to go to, I spent my time creating and instead of planning what I was going to do and not being productive. Last one, number nine, give them your older albums to look through while you craft. Kids generally really enjoy looking at them. It helps them to respect your craft time because they enjoy looking at their old pictures. And then they'll want you to continue doing it. Our families are essential to our memory keeping. So we definitely want them involved in the process. I hope these tips have given you some ideas for not having to shut them out of your favorite hobby, hobby, but rather involving them and teaching them to respect your time and passions. Remember, your creativity should take up space. Let's chat over on Instagram. So look for a post from me. We'll talk more about this and I'll see you back here next week. Same retro time, same retro channel. Hey babes, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Ask Andrea. Just a quick reminder, we've got a few things going on and I'd love if you followed me over on Instagram at, at @retrohipmama. And then if you wouldn't mind going to iTunes and giving this podcast a rating and a review. It means so much to me and I super appreciate you guys being here. 